The holly and the ivy, when they are bell full grown, of all the trees that are in the wood, the holly bears the crown. The rising of the sun and the running of the deer, the playing of the merry organs, sweet singing of the choir. The holly bears a blossom as white as lily flower, and Mary bore sweet Jesus Christ to be our sweet Savior. The rising of the sun and the running of the deer, the playing of the merry organs, we singing of the choir. The holly bears a berry as red as any blood, and Mary bore sweet Jesus sweet Savior, the rising of the sun, the running of the deer, the playing of the merry organ, sweet singing of... Oh, welcome to Notes from John. With a pebble from Bon. Oh, that was terrible. It was terrible. However, we're going to move on. It's the we, third time we've tried that, so we're, and we, just we don't keep know that the next one will be any better. So here we oh, are, uh, Sunday. It's uh, hmm. December 16th, 2018. Our kids, three of the families, just uh, were here with dinner and had a, a, a great time with them and love them all so much. And and happy now to visit uh, with uh, family and uh, our missionaries and uh, grand, great-grandchildren that may come along uh, to listen to this in the future. Just want you to know we love you all, and what a great Christmas season we're in right now. And so tonight, uh, well, Bonnie, you've got the shout-out. Well, there was a shout-out for our daughter, Emily. She's been amazing this Christmas season. She has really given from the heart and helped all of our family be more aware of families in need. She has uh, taken on a, a refugee family, and so we all were able to help contribute with that. And And it's happy, and it's great to see their faces and the smiles and joy that come into their their uh, countenance. And it was great to, to see that. And then she's also helped a lot with the Granite Foundation for Santa Sachs and helping kids also that are in need to um, receive things that there's so much in need of coats and clothes and they get a one gift um, a want and a one that they need so she's been very involved in that and we are grateful that she's kind of headed that out for all of us so way to go Emily yes way to go sweets we love you for it all we do so today uh, we tonight. <laughs> tonight, we thought we'd take a, a our time and just share with you primarily for our posterity some of our Christmas experiences some Christmas traditions both in my family and in Bonnie's family and in our combined family and uh, but interspersed with that we'll talk about some experiences we, we're not going to get through everything we've written down here as a possibility of uh, to mention, but uh, we may even carry this over a little bit into next week as well. But um, I thought I'd like to just kind of begin with what Christmas was like for me as a child. 
And then maybe, Bonnie, you, you can do things. some of the same thing. I just remember, and you got to remember, um, I'm from a family of 13, and there was uh, 11 of us, really, that survived uh, with mother and dad having lost two uh, babies uh, either you know within six, uh, one day after birth and the other one was six months after birth. So there was 11 of us growing up together, and you can imagine that Christmas in our home was amazing. Um, my mom just did, uh, went all out for Christmas. I don't know how my dad paid for everything that she, <laughs> she got, but uh, the presents under the tree in our home were just, it was like overflowing. It's just so exciting as a young child what that, that, uh, that Christmas was like because of the efforts of my mom going out and uh, purchasing gifts for all of the kids and then wrapping all of it. Now, there would be a few things she would leave unwrapped that were kind of out in our respective piles, uh, but she wrapped most of them one at a time, and it was just really amazing. I'm sure it was. It was. I remember having to go, well, having, yeah. I, I didn't really want to because it was when we went out to pick out a, a fresh tree every year. That was a kind of a tradition in our family. And the, uh, the younger ones and some of the older ones would go with dad and mom to a, a specific Christmas tree lot and pick out the very best tree he could find. And I didn't like going because it was cold. Well, and back then they didn't have artificial trees. You, everyone. No, we all had. We all had real fresh real trees. Fresh trees. Yeah, but it was cold, and and I didn't like the, the being out in the cold. Um, anyway, so we'd end up we'd end up putting the uh, tree on the top of the car, and taking it home. And Dad would buy a, an extra limb here, an extra limb there to to actually hammer into the You're into the, the tree itself. Well, that would have died right off. Well, it did, too. And we always had these wooden stands that you'd you'd buy there at the tree lots, and, so, you know, half of them didn't work very well. Anyway, it was an interesting... You, you didn't put your tree in water? Yeah, we did put them in water. Hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing that we had on, on Christmas morning that I did not like... And that was that uh, my mother's mother, my grandmother, was re really, f uh, her forefathers were from England, and one of their traditions was to, uh, to have Finn and Hattie on Sunday mornings for their breakfast. And it was the most stinky, smelly fish. Sunday or Christmas morning? Oh, did I say Sunday? Yes, Christmas morning. Christmas morning. It's just so, it was awful. I would never eat it just by the smell of it was it kind of permeated through our home. That was the one thing I did not like about Christmas was mother's Finn and Hattie fish well, for a breakfast or lunch or whatever it was. Maybe that's why you don't like fish to this day. Could maybe so. Really? Maybe well, so. Part of it anyway. And then of course uh, another thing that we always did in our home with all of the the kids lining up uh, early in the morning on Christmas Day, lining up oldest to youngest uh, from the upstairs, going down to the downstairs where a big tree and all of the gifts were. And 
the anticipation would just kill me. <laughs> I was just so wanted to get down so bad, so fast. And, um, and the older ones would just take their time and, you know, they'd start commenting about things as they could see what was downstairs before the younger ones could. And uh, that's probably true for a lot of families. You know, it's true for our own family. Yes, of course. Here. I remember um, driving with my parents, uh, you know, sometime during the Christmas season to go see the Christmas lights on people's houses, especially Christmas trees, Christmas Street, um, which was, I think, Glen Arbor Lane or, or Circle yes. or something like that. Everybody went and saw that. Any, yeah, a lot of different uh, Christmas tree or Christmas lights on homes in... Uh, in various places in the areas. Well, every home in that in that uh, street had lights. Yeah, and they they did. Every home. And and lights were strung from one house to the next. Mm -hmm. So. They were. Uh, and I remember, Mom. Whenever we got Christmas cards in the mail, uh, she would, um, she'd put them, I guess, with some tape. She taped them on to the the door frames in the house, and she she taped them on to the 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 front door of the house on the inside of the 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 front door of our home. And it was just plastered with all of these Christmas cards, and then door frames leading into the kitchen area and to some other areas were all filled with these uh, Christmas cards. And as a child, I just thought, wow, we must really be famous because we've got all of these Christmas cards. Well, you must have been famous because we only had cards on the door. But I think a lot of people put Christmas cards on their doors. I think they probably, I'm sure they did, but I didn't know that. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, I thought it was because my dad was a doctor and had all these patients that mm -hmm. loved him. And probably all did. Stuff. You probably got a lot of Christmas cards from the patients. Yeah, we did, as a matter of fact. So. Um, I, uh, I certainly remember, um, going to my, after our Christmas morning here at, at my parents' home that was always exciting and fun and all of these new toys and things that I, I just wanted to stay and play with them. But no, we had to pack up early in the afternoon and, and trek off to Grandma and Grandpa Jepson's house to go, you know, say hello to them, have a little bit of a, a, a late lunch uh, with them and, or an early dinner or something. And, and it was always so boring going to their place. I always just wanted to stay and just play with my toys. Some of the time, some of the, my Jepson cousins would uh, be over there at the same time. And um, that was okay. But, you know, I didn't really have a close relationship with my my Jepson grandparents. I, uh, my grandfather was pretty gruff, and uh, uh, my grandmother was wonderful. I know she loved us and was kind, but uh, you know, one of the things I remember most about them both was that they had really bad breath. Ouch. That's why they did. I'm sorry to say, but anyway, I didn't. I was always happy when we were going back home. Another Christmas kind of a tradition that we had was that every every Christmas season there was a day where we would go over to one of my aunt's home for a Christmas gathering, kind of an open house that they would have. 
for lots of people. And it was, uh, um, his name was Maury Taylor, and he was a doctor, and he had married my, my, uh, my father's sister, Eva. And they had a big mansion home and a lot of food and all of this stuff. It was just kind of, a, a, you know, a tradition to go over to their home and, and have a buffet and just see the cousins and other people. Just a memory that's kind of stayed in my mind. How about some of yours, Bonnie? Okay. Well, it's amazing that you had had the huge Christmas like that. And I came from a family of 10, so our Christmases were not quite so elaborate, but we always felt like we had a great Christmas. My dad made every possible effort, and my mom, too, make sure we had a great Christmas. Sorry, we're having trouble with the noise. What is that, do you know? Anyway, okay. But my dad, every year, we were always excited for Christmas because he would bring home a big box of potato chips. They were huge boxes of potato chips. And then he would bring a big box of grapefruit, a big box of oranges, a big box of apples, and then uh, had this big container of all different kinds of nuts. And it was just, we just knew it was Christmas when that all showed up. We too would go out and get a a tree. And I remember my mom always wanted a ponderosa pine tree because those are the ones that smelled the best. And we loved how the house smelled with fresh Christmas trees, but they always died at the end, and we couldn't keep the lights on because we were afraid the tree would burn down. But we had giant, giant lights, like the ones you put on your house outside. They were on our trees back then, and we had these big glass ornaments that my sisters and I would put the hymn book, a Christmas tree song book, underneath these lights and sing our, our, our Christmas hymn. It was kind of silly, but... To this day, we laugh about it, and we loved it. And then we, um, and my dad always bought a big container of ribbon candy. It's this colorful candy that looks like ribbon. You'd have to see it to know what it was. You don't know what it is, do you? Well, it was no, yummy. I don't. It was yummy, and it looked like ribbon. And I remember my mom always. It looked like ribbon. It was curly. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, and it was. Uh, my mom was always at the sewing machine. She always made us nightgowns for Christmas, and she made me a whole set of Barbie doll clothes. If I'd been smarter, I would have kept them all because they would have been just a, an heirloom. I gave them to my little niece, and I never saw them again, and they probably were all destroyed. But it was I was so happy to see all those little tiny Barbie doll clothes that she'd spent hours doing, I'm sure. And again, we lined up at the door, the oldest to the youngest, so excited to go down. My mom had made us each a stocking with white felt letters, and they were always hung upon the mantle, all 10 of us, and it was fun to see. We always had an orange in our stocking, and um, we always went to my grandparents, too, for a nice Christmas dinner. And my nana... My grandmother always had packages for all of us, beautifully wrapped with a little snowman, a little snowflake, a reindeer, some little trinket hanging from each ribbon. That's how we remember her by that with that as well. And then we watched a lot of Christmas shows, these old White Christmas, Holiday Inn. You still do. I still do because I like old classic movies, but that's they're clean and they're they're sweet and I, and I love them. Yes, you do. <laughs> 
So that was our our memories, some of my memories of of uh, early Christmas with my family. And then a couple of other uh, things that I remember as I got a little bit older. Um, uh, when I when, when I was, and then Bonnie did the same thing. When I was in high school, uh, particularly in my senior year, we, I sang in the a cappella choir, and then. And then I sang also in the uh, the Madrigals group. That was a, a little smaller group than the than the choir, but we did a lot of singing out in various programs uh, during the you know the couple of weeks before the Christmas break for that was memories of singing out and singing with the the acapella group. Sometimes. I did the same with a cappella. It wasn't Christmas and we were out singing Christmas carols. And our kids have done the same thing in various groups. They've gone out and sing at, at um, what is it, not rest homes, what do they call it, assisted living homes. And uh, we've tried to do some service that way, going out and doing little little Christmas shows for them. Yeah. The, the one thing I've, I, uh, I have some regret about is, and it's not because my parents didn't try to teach us, but I just didn't seem to learn. And and that was, I was just so consumed in what I was going to get for Christmas and how excited I was for all of that. I never really had a lot of thought for those that were less fortunate than we were. We were so blessed and and given so much. And, uh, and yet there are so many around us that didn't have much. I have uh, certainly seen a different side uh, in the years since I was a child, but at that time I just didn't have much of a concept of of what sub for Santa really meant, or what it would what it would be like really helping a needy family. I know my my dad did a great deal in helping needy families in and around Christmas time, but he always did it. Um, from what I was told later, he always did it uh, without anybody knowing. And I think that's a, a great thing. My dad did the same thing, and and it was nice to try to help our children incorporate that growing up, doing the 12 days of Christmas for someone who who needed a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of help around Christmas time, because it's a hard time for some. And then some of the uh, Christmas traditions or Christmas experiences in our own home with our kids um, I've I've just jotted down here a couple of things. One was, uh, it's just absolute expectation that Bonnie will decorate our home as if it were, uh, you know, this keep going <laughs> this Christmas Chris. village. I mean, there are lights and and decorations everywhere, both inside and out. And sweetheart, you do a, an amazing job with that. Everybody that comes in here comments oh. on. Well, oh my goodness, this this place is amazing, and it is. Well, it's just, to me, Christmas time is celebrating the, the Savior's birth, and it should be a big deal as far as celebrating what He's brought us. And so that's why I wanted to make it a really special time, a, a magical time. Yeah, and you, you really do. <laughs> the day after Christmas, thinking about taking it all down and putting it all away, I'm sure is... A great mm, thought. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then uh, for in our home, um, 
uh, and all of our kids uh, were involved at one time or another, were they not, in Clayton Productions? Or, or Danny, Thompson, Danny Thompson, Thompson, Thompson Lane. Thompson yeah, Lane. Uh, this was a musical uh, company where they danced and sang, and there were groups that uh, they were belonged to in that. And we, uh, during the Christmas season, would go to a lot of their programs uh, where they were performing in those and in, enjoyed those. That became... Uh, um, part of know, Christmas. Part of Christmas. That and the school Christmas programs that we would yes. go to as well for our children that were always uh, fun and enjoyable. And now we love going to see our grandchildren in all of these little performances that they're in for Christmas time. We love it. Yeah, that's, we just went the other night and saw uh, three of them out in the Dickens Festival. It was uh, uh, fun to see Callie and Josie and Ashley uh, participating, dancing, and singing in those groups. And Dallin's singing group. And Dallin's and singing group. We're trying, we try to hit as many as we can. Yeah. Then uh, in our home with our kids, our, our Christmas morning kind of had a, had a basic routine. The kids always wanted to get up early. I didn't want to get up too early because especially when they were younger, I had been up really late with Bonnie putting together toys and Oh my gosh, it just went on and on and on. And uh, yeah, we tried to help Santa. We sure did. And so uh, I, I, I didn't get up very early, So I, but I did get up finally at some point, and then, and then I would want to go get a shower and, the kids and get dressed. The kids dreaded <laughs> your routine. They did, I know they Oh my did. gosh, it went on and on. But... Um, I wanted to start a fire and you know make it really nice and and memorable for them as they came downstairs and then, uh, wanted to, to get some nice music going so I it'd take me a little bit to get all that put together while the kids are just going nuts upstairs having to wait <laughs> finally they'd come down and uh, it would be exciting for everybody uh, one of the other um, things that Bonnie started at one point in time was these Christmas stockings. She's already had, always had Christmas stockings, but... Uh, I, I kind of carried them on from my growing up. They had the same felt stockings with the white letters hanging from the mantle that we, I did. Yeah, we always, we always, in our home, uh, my mother's home always had stockings as well with little trinkets and little goodies inside of them. But... Uh, one year, while the kids were young, Bonnie started having them put in nice little notes that they would write to each of their siblings and put it into their stockings so that on Christmas morning they'd be able to pull out of their stocking. You know, we, did th we did that on Christmas Eve. They were different stockings that were oh, hung true. up in the, in the kitchen and they would put little notes of, of encouragement, of uh, something that they thought that was nice about them and then we would sit around a circle by the fire on Christmas Eve and pull these notes out and they'd talk about them but they kind of went downhill. Well, yeah, but first it started out so that yeah, that they would be complimentary of their siblings yes. and yes. we would put something in each of the kids uh, stocking too nice about them and and I don't know what happened but somewhere instead of it, it becoming complimentary it sort of took a, another turn. They started becoming sarcastic. Uh, they 
catty. And, and, uh, they, and they thought they were so funny and laughing, and I was disgusted. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were putting in these little, I don't know, you could, you could go to the dollar store and buy some dumb thing for a dollar or less and, and put it in somebody else's stocking together with a note. But then it started, that started deteriorating too. Um, it just got dumber and dumber. <laughs> it really did. Tell them about your little lizard friend. Well, I, I got a package of a bunch of little, uh, uh, little plastic lizards. And I just put a note on them and, and, and wrapped it up a little bit for, in a, for each one of the kids for their individual stockings. And, and just said, uh, what did I say? Hello from your little lizard friend. <laughs> Hello from your little lizard friend. And then the next year, somebody kept it. And they wrapped it back up and put it in John's stocking and said, I'm back. He <laughs> just thought that was so funny. We even had Grandma Lou come over one day, my mother, and do it with us. And she made little things for each of the kids, and she got a kick out of it. But she's, but hers were all nice, and she was kind of surprised that we were, that the girl, the kids were being sarcastic, and she looked at it, look at me like, oh, that wasn't very nice. But they thought they were hilarious and laughing, and so yeah, it went from being wonderful to kind of, just, they thought it was funny. Finally, it, we just sort of stopped the practice of that. Yes, we did. Um, but now I give them little stockings, each of them with some little trinkets and fun things just to let them know how much we love them. And some of them are, are you know, spiritual to remember, help them remember they're children of God and, and try to have a variety of things to help them. Tell them about going to your mother's house. Oh, then we went to our mom's, my mom's house for Christmas dinner. She always had all of her kids come over, and she did the whole thing, which was quite a Christmas present for us. We, she wouldn't let us bring anything or clean it up. That was her Christmas present to us. I mean, she knew how tired we all were from trying to get everything done. And we had, uh, it was a wonderful dinner, and then we had a program. And I I don't know why, I was always so proud of the kids <laughs> But our, pro our program went on and on from piano to drums to singing to dancing to whatever they could. They were involved in the flute, the violin. It's like the Jepson Talent Show. <laughs> I know. It was brutal for the rest of my family. But I, I, I was so proud of them all. <laughs> and now we still do a little talent number. And no matter what they do, the kids, even if it's a one-line jingle bells when they're younger, we clap and make a big deal out of it, trying to make them feel comfortable getting up in front of people and and that they are so great. Yeah. And and now in, uh, well, uh, for, for several years while our children were young, and my uh, my Jepson uh, extended family, my, my brothers and sisters, we used to all get together on Christmas Eve, oftentimes at my older sister, uh, Pat Menlove, and her, her husband Paul's home for uh, just a Christmas Eve gathering where there would be, you know, some food and um, some Christmas program and uh, just an enjoyable time together. But after a while, our, our family just has gotten so big so that big. we just couldn't continue that. So that, that part of Christmas is, uh, has gone away. Well, 
those are some of the the Christmas memories and Christmas traditions that we've had. Let me uh, just mention a couple of, of other things before we conclude. And that is, uh, I remember the year, Bonnie, that we were in law school and we, we <laughs> had no money and uh, and we were just living on very little. And, and you were thinking back of when you were a child and had all those no, presents. <laughs> we didn't have anything. No, we, we didn't. We didn't even have money to buy a, a Christmas dinner for ourselves. No, uh, we didn't. Let alone anybody else. But I remember the night before Christmas or, or thereabouts going out on our back porch of our little apartment. And there was a complete Christmas dinner. It was with some money in an envelope. Yeah, that somebody had, and we we think we know who it was in our ward that was very kind and and we knew loved us and um, but they denied it was them and but nevertheless I'll never forget the kindness of of whoever that was that uh, brought us a lovely Christmas dinner on our, our porch. And that's what Christmas is all about, really yeah. giving to others. I, uh, for years, I, I played in a band called The Right Combination, and I used to so enjoy uh, going and, and doing Christmas programs where we would be hired to come out and do either a, a business Christmas program or, you know, a ward Christmas program or, or whatever it may be. And we, we played a lot of different places during the Christmas season over the 20 years that we were, we played as a band together, and I, I got just great joy out of that and doing Christmas music. And it's very good. I enjoyed hearing fun. you. Um, then I, I uh, during the time that I served as Bishop of the Winder 8th Ward here in the Salt Lake Winder Stake, I had the opportunity to be involved directly in um, helping several needy families with Christmases for the six years I was serving in that capacity and seeing um, how grateful these families were and how generous our ward members were in providing the, um, the gifts and the things and the food and other things for these families that just uh, were, you know, just so poor and couldn't afford much of anything and let alone trying to spend money on Christmas for gifts. So. That was a it, it was a sweet tender time for me. Uh, that's been over thirty years ago, but it's uh, an experience that almost forty years ago, an experience that I will never forget, and and being able to be a part of that with these families. Um, finally, one other little experience. Uh, Bonnie would often be involved in the primary. I think you you did primary music. You were the primary music director for many years. Yeah, a long time, and they'd often do Christmas little uh, parts in the ward Christmas program that the, we'd do for the ward Christmas party. It was the nativity scene I was in charge of. So one year she asked me if I would come in and I would sing this song, and it was the cue for the three little boys to come in that there were the wise men. I don't remember even was, the name of the song. It was from the Forgotten Carols. There were three kings that followed the star. Something like that. I mean, that was great, but that was the, the tune. 
talked about the three wise men. It was a beautiful song, and John had learned it so well. I had, I, well, I didn't learn it so well, but I had practiced it a few yeah, times, God. and uh, um, I was, I think, was I still a bishop at that time? Yes. I think I was. Anyway, so I had my guitar, and I'd learned the song, and she says, well, okay, so you, you sit here, and you'll just start playing and singing the song, and that will be the cue for these wise men to come onto the stage. And I sat there and started strumming a little bit, and I could not remember, not only I couldn't remember the words, I couldn't rem even remember the melody of the song. And I was trying to help him. It was terrible. It was terrible. I just felt so bad. I had this major uh, brain cramp. early senior moment where I just, I could not remember the song, any of the song, any of the chords, the words, the melody. So I just started making something up. He was making up oh. something. That... Why, was, did, why don't you give them a little I taste of that? Know. I don't even wonder what it was. <laughs> Anyway, I felt a little bad for the little boys that were trying, didn't know when to come in. No, they didn't. Anyway, that's uh, been a fun memory. And Bonnie and I got to sing together in another program that we did a few years ago for award. How are you telling them that one? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Do you remember that? Of course I do. What do you remember? I started two octaves higher than I was supposed to. <laughs> And I knew if she, when she got to the next, the high part, she'd never be able to. I would have sounded like Snow White for sure, way high. So I had to stop the drummer and the bass player and the keyboard player. We all stopped and started over so that she could get the. But the thing was, the is I still right. didn't start on the right <laughs> note, and we had to do it again. It's horrible. We did. We started it three times. Why do you enjoy, Why do you enjoy that? It was because it was fun. Yes, it was on, on my <laughs> expense. One of, our, uh, one of our nice memories. Yes, isn't it? For anyway, someone. Anyway, <laughs> fun memories. Christmas is a great time of memory, of family, uh, of especially devotion to Jesus Christ, our gratitude for his life, for his, uh, yes. his love for us, for um, his atoning sacrifice and for everything that he's done for us. To think that it all came about from this little babe that was born in Bethlehem all those years ago. And, and uh, we, together with millions of others, worship him today as our Lord and Savior. Until next week, this is Notes with John. With a babble from Bonn. Have a good night. We love you all. Yes, we do. Good night. <laughs>